Hello everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. This is Courtesy of Katie, a health and wellness, mindfulness, relationship, um, self-development podcast. I'm Katie and today I'm going to be talking to you guys about something that was super transformative for me. I really honestly felt like I couldn't move forward with this without talking about this, especially because it was so recently, and that is my 75 hard experience. I do have a lot to say with this, so it's going to be split into two, but today's episode is really just talking about what 75 hard is, what it's not, why I decided to do it, and why maybe you would want to attempt it as well. And then that next go around will really be me focusing on some of the concrete outcomes that I did see um, from doing the challenge and things that I learned along the way. Um, how I actually screwed it up and why I'm happy I did. Um, But yeah, so without further ado, I'll just get started. So 75 Hard is a challenge that was created by Andy Frizzella, who is the CEO of First Form, which if you're not familiar with First Form, it's a fitness brand that sells a lot of supplements. So things like green powders, reds powders, protein powders, um, bars, things of the sort. Um, and before you think um, otherwise, this challenge was not created to promote, at least at its inception when it was first getting um, attention, when he first introduced the challenge. It was not meant to create um, any sort of promotion for first form products. It was just a challenge that was created by Andy and literally you can go on the original 75 hard site there's nothing that you have to put your card in for there's no sort of sign up with this it's just the challenge that he shared on his podcast and um it was coined as a or it is coined as a mental toughness challenge so that's kind of what i want to focus on um the fact that 75 hard is not what a lot of people i think think that it is so 75 hard has gotten a lot of attention on tiktok and youtube um over the past couple of months um probably even year i haven't been on tiktok in a little bit but i do remember it was gaining a lot of traction and i had actually learned about the challenge um a year ago from when i decided to start it so it was last winter so winter of 2019 um and it wasn't until this past year that I decided to actually dig in and really hear what it is and listen to the original podcast that Andy talks about it. Um, And like I said, I think there's been a lot of miscommunication or not necessarily miscommunication, but misrepresentation about what 75 Heart is. And people have just gotten caught, caught up in the rules of what it is. And they don't go and they think or understand why this challenge was created. Um, So like I said, 75 Hard is a mental toughness program. So what do I mean by that? It's a program that Andy designed basically to guarantee by the end of these days, you will have higher self-esteem, you're going to feel confident, you will be disciplined, um, you'll most likely feel more motivated. I don't remember exactly what he said verbatim. I'll definitely link the podcast episode where he talks about it below um, or below as in like in my, um, on the actual blog page. Um, And that's really what it is. It's not a weight loss program. It's not a fat loss program. It's not a diet regimen. It's not a fad diet. It's none of that. And I think that's what 75 hard has become to a lot of people. So I've seen a lot of dietitians and fitness influencers um, talking about this as if that's all it is. And I will always disagree with the fact that that's what it is because uh, point blank, it's not. And, you know, he even said it himself. It's really a challenge that's meant to promote Um, things like discipline and self-control and I do think that those are two things that are really important to have in our day-to-day lives I think 
you know, regardless of how much things like, you know, hot take here, I guess how much the self-movement will say you have to love where you are now and um, all that kind of stuff. I'm a huge proponent of that. You have to appreciate where you are in your journey regardless. Um, But sometimes I think that's used as a crux to not change even when you're unhappy. So I think that when you do decide to go after something or attack a goal, um, if you're doing it in the right way, then this is really something that can um, promote things like discipline and self-control and ultimately lead you to just feeling really powerful. I think that's really what 75 hard is about. I think people who are truly happy and truly content do have some sort of structure and balance in their life, whatever that means to them, but they have it. And I think 75 hard can really help someone do that. It definitely helped me do that. So what exactly is the tangible 75 hard challenge? So every day for 75 days, you have to complete a series of tasks. So you have to drink one gallon of water every single day. You have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Um, Anything in the realm of personal development or entrepreneurship, something of that sort. Um, You have to follow a diet of any sort. It's not specific at all. So he says that you can really tailor this diet to whatever your goals are. It doesn't have to be Whole30. It doesn't have to be keto. It doesn't have to be counting macros. It's really whatever you want it to be, anything that's tailored toward what your goal is. Um, The only thing he does say is no alcohol and no cheat meals, specifically things like sweets and stuff like that. And then the next rule is two 45-minute workouts every single day and one of them has to be outside. Again, bear with me. This is not a weight loss program. It is not a fat loss program. More often than not, you're going to see some physical changes as a result of this, Um, but despite you hearing two 45-minute workouts, I swear that's really not what it is. And then last, you have to take a progress picture every day, and again, that's another reason why people, I think, automatically assume that this is some sort of physical development challenge, Um, but I won't go into too much detail as to what each rule means, but I will kind of give a brief overview right now. And then, like I said, the podcast is a great episode to listen to. I will link it. You can hear him talk about why he's created each one of these rules and what they mean. Um, So basically, you know, for the progress photo, um, it's something that most people don't want to do. It's something that people will forget to do. Um, The challenge is really designed for you to slip up. He even admits that. And he really just wants people to have kind of like a little diary of your progress throughout this process. Um, The gallon of water is basically just linked to the fact that hydration is super important. And that's something that might sound really easy, but something so basic, even on your easiest days, could actually seem super hard. Um, I will definitely talk more about this when I go into part two. A huge proponent of hydration, I think more often than not, when you feel crappy or have a headache, chances are you are dehydrated. Um, Then you have the personal development book. So I'm already a huge fan. I've always been extremely um, intrigued with personal development, really ever since I got this book um, called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff back when I was in college. And then post-grad, the first book that I read when I graduated was The Defining Decade by Meg Jay. So I was super excited to get back into reading personal development books um, when I decided to take on this challenge. I think those books can really have a positive effect on people as long as you have an open mind to it. Um, And then you have the diet. So again, it's very scalable. So the diet is really just meant to emphasize the area of discipline. So no alcohol, no cheat meals. Um, If you have a party to go to and 
there are drinks, you learn to say no. If there's cake, you learn to say no. Um, this is not something that's supposed to be forever. Um, I mean, as someone who's done it, I've obviously had a drink since I've ended, but I did go to a bottomless brunch, for example, for a birthday. Um, and I had a friend visit from college and she wanted to go out and I didn't drink. So just really this idea that you can be disciplined and have control no matter what's going on around you. And then you have the two 45 minute workouts. He does not say again, what these 45 minute workouts have to be. It doesn't have to be 45 minutes of hit and then you go for a run. It doesn't have to be 45 minutes of weightlifting and then you have to go do sprints. It can literally be 45 minutes of any sort of movement, but one does have to be outside. And the thing behind the workouts is one, time management, making sure you're keeping an appointment with yourself showing up and doing the work, just this concept of showing up for yourself. And the fact that one has to be outside, that really speaks to the fact that no matter what, you're going to have to show up despite the circumstances. And even on the days that things are not going your way, like it doesn't change the fact that you have shit that you have to get done. Um, so for me, I did this in the winter. So it was raining, it was snowing. Um, I had to just bundle up and get out there. Like I said, I won't go into more detail about this, but that's pretty much kind of an overview of what each of these rules mean. So, um, you know, just the fact that you have to be outside for 45 minutes every single day is honestly one part. If you're going to do one part of this challenge, I mean, if you're not going to do the whole thing, it's definitely something that I 100% um, attest as one of the most transformative things, just this idea that you got to show up despite the excuses and despite what's going on around you. And sometimes things are not going your way um, and it's not going to be easy, but you have to do it anyway. So um, I, like I said, I'll link the podcast so you can hear it more in detail because honestly, when I heard of this challenge and I only knew the rules on the surface, I never cared to do it. I just heard about it and I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, but then, like I said, a year later comes by, I come across it again and that's when I decided to listen to the podcast and I realized that this was the challenge that I wanted to take on. So why I decided to do 75 hard. So exactly a year from, well, I get, okay, so I started on January 4th. So about that time, exactly a year prior was the first time that I had heard of 75 hard. And I found it through a YouTube channel. Um, her name is Hope Scope. She does a lot of like Amazon liking reviews and things like that. But what caught my attention was how she she had posted that she had like lost maybe like 35 or 40 pounds and how she was keeping it off. And 75 Hard is actually what kickstarted that. So she went through all the rules and what she had to do. And honestly, I was like, oh shit, like that's pretty crazy. Could never be me. Um, so I never really thought about attempting it. And then it was about a year later, I had come across another video on YouTube and someone was talking about it and they had referenced the podcast that Andy Frizzella actually talks about the challenge and everything that it means. And I decided to give it a listen. And honestly, I remember I was on a walk that day and everything just kind of clicked. I was like, this is the challenge that I want to do. This is exactly what I think I need right now in my life. So I have been working from home since March. Obviously, I like gone into the office a handful of times to do a couple of projects, but for the most part, I was home. 
And to be honest, work, especially in the fall, was really high stress. I had a lot of big projects going on. And then even in like the beginning of the winter, it was rough. And I started experiencing a lot of um, burnout. So I was having these moments of getting in the car in the middle of the day to get a Starbucks because that would be like kind of like sometimes how I would do my break. And I distinctly remember one time like driving in legitimate silence. Like I didn't even bother plugging my phone in. Went to Starbucks, sat there. I just felt very like uneasy, like very on edge, like just kind of like I was going to break at any moment. And sure enough, as soon as like I put on, you know, I put on a song. I don't even remember what song it was. It just made me so emotional. And I just was like tearing up and not because I was sad or anything. I just was like emotionally exhausted and I started to realize how much work was affecting me and I was realizing that my days, as much as I was still working out, I remained pretty active um, all of quarantine. Um, You know, I had also like invested in the Peloton, which was great. I was doing that all of October. Like I had a challenge for myself where I did every day. Um, But despite still being relatively active, I was realizing that I wasn't making time for the things that matter to me and literally all I was doing was waking up working maybe going for a walk or a run and then like wasting time on my phone and whatever Um, I had also started to realize that like I had started a blog like about not a year ago at that point, but like I had this platform, I wasn't writing, like I just wasn't wasting, sorry, I wasn't using my time wisely and I was wasting a lot of it. And I just started feeling like I was in a slump. Um, If my boss hears this, I mean, I also like, I started contemplating if I even wanted to stay at my job, like, so just a lot of different emotions were going on all at once. And it felt like I had no control over anything. And I realized that I needed something to focus on. So contrary to what probably many other people think when they hear someone is doing 75 hard, I didn't do it for any physical gain. I was like, all right, that'll probably happen. But like, I really did it for me to have things to check off every single day that I did. And it's really interesting because I forgot that I recorded a video of myself the night before I did 75 hard and I rewatched it before and, um, I was thinking about all the things that I had mentioned in like the first part of this podcast earlier and it really all just made sense like I stayed consistent with my reasoning because when I watched that video I said the same thing it's a long video um it's about like closer to 20 minutes but the part that I really care about sharing is um only eight so I will share that on my actual post where this um page or I guess on this post within my blog where it'll live so you can watch it but I was just realizing that you know especially with the pandemic and everything and no one was really having a crazy social life um I had all these hours in a day and I was not using them at all so I'm someone with a lot of hobbies like I love writing and I love singing and playing music and working out but I wasn't making time for any of that And I told myself, well, if I have these five things I have to do every single day, then that leaves only a certain amount of hours left. And how do I want to spend that time? Am I really 
making the most out of the days that I have. And I'm not saying that I needed to be grinding every single day. I think there's a lot of, you know, mixed reviews on the whole like hustle grind culture. And while I definitely, you know, air to that side to some degree, rest is also very important. But like I literally just had no structure and all I wanted was structure. And that's really why I decided to do it. And honestly, that happened. Um, I got my structure and I learned so much about me and my body and like becoming more in tune with my body and how things feel. Um, And if there's one thing that this challenge often gets overlooked for, again, because it gets covered by oh, this is a weight loss challenge, oh, this is like an unsafe way to lose weight, it's really not that at all. Um, Like I said before, even before 75 Hard, I have been huge on the idea that confidence and self-esteem is not just given, it's created. It's not something that someone can give to you. It's not something that your significant other or your parents or your siblings can say to you every single day, you're great, you're wonderful. It doesn't matter unless you believe it and you're doing things for yourself to prove that. And I'm not saying that you need to prove your worth to anybody. However, I will take it to the grave. People can disagree all they want, but the most content people, the most confident people are the people that can spend time on their own and in their own company. They're the people that have some sort of goal, no matter how small or how big. It's the people who feel like they have control over their life. And that's really what 75 Heart taught me. That routine is not just about health and wellness, it's about control. And this is something that I actually already have kind of set to talk about next week in another post, um, or a week from now I'd have to check my little writing schedule. Um, But 75 hard will give you control. It'll give you a sense of accomplishment. Um, It is really tiring. There's no perfect time to do it. And if you're going to do it, then... I highly recommend one, um, you know, don't burn yourself out. Again, you hear two 45 minute workouts and you think you have to be doing these crazy things every single day. And it's literally not that at all. You can go for a walk and do a yoga session. You just have to be moving your body. Um, I really wanted to spend a lot of time in this first half of like my 75 hard experience, just explaining that it's not what TikTok and a lot of YouTubers are making this challenge out to be. And It takes a, I definitely think it takes a type of person to do this challenge, to commit to this challenge, to actually complete it. Um, But I do think if you have the right mindset going into it and you don't look at it as this is how I'm going to lose weight or this is how I'm going to get healthy or this is what's going to make me happy or this is what's going to be, you know, the be all end all. Like it's not, the challenge in itself is not the end goal. Um... I actually had written in my journal and it's something that I also mentioned in that video the night before that I recorded it was like, you know, the challenge is going to end. Okay. But what do I take away from it? What do I learn from it? Because if you're someone who does 75 hard and you stop it and then you just go back to your normal everyday life, then you didn't do it. Even like, I'm not even saying you had to do it perfectly because as you will learn um, in my next 
discussion about this. I didn't do it perfectly and I would love to do it again at some point, but I'm not the same because I did that challenge. So in a nutshell, like I said, I really did it for structure to have me become more aware of the time in my day and to make sure that I was making the use of my hours, you know, worth something. You know, was I going to be spending three hours again on TikTok like I was? Um, No, Um, because one, I didn't have the time to do it. And two, like, again, when you have things that you have to get done, you have to make time for the things that matter to you. And this, that's really what 75 hard taught me, you know, at least, um, you know, when I think about it, not from just the physical aspect of it and like the diet and the gallon of water and all that stuff. But I think this challenge is totally plausible or possible for a lot of people. I will recommend it forever. I will never be someone who is against it. Um, unless you are someone who thinks that they don't have it in them, not don't have it in them, but like struggle with things like balance and you're really hard on yourself. I think as much as 75 hard is a mental toughness challenge and you leave and you end this challenge feeling so unbelievably disciplined, you leave it not giving literally a fuck about excuses. Um, I think you kind of already need to have that baseline mentality before you start it. So 75 hard is not something that I would suggest people just go into right away, especially if you're just getting into wellness and mindfulness and really taking control over your life and your emotions. Um, I think this is a good secondary thing. Um, so that would be my first, well, I guess not my first tip because I said a tip before, but you know what I mean. But that's really the type of person I think who would benefit from this. And like Andy Frizzella says, it's scalable. There's not one perfect way to do 75 hard. There's not one perfect way to do your workouts. There's not one perfect diet. Um, It's totally scalable. And if you are interested, like I said, I have the podcast linked and I will definitely be talking more about the actual, um, you know, outcomes that I saw from it later on. But it is something that is worth exploring if you're someone like me who was in a rut and just felt like you needed something to kind of boost you. And I think that's what this was. The actual challenge itself, like, yeah, that happened, but it's how I view my life and how I go after the things that I want now, that's totally different than it was before. And my priorities are totally different. And I just have this incredible sense of, all right, like I can do this, quit the excuses. I'm in tune with that I need to rest, in tune when I know I'm being lazy. Um, in tune with what my body needs and I just think that's a really important thing to have especially in a world like today where stability doesn't really seem to be a thing consistency doesn't always seem to be a thing you can't control sometimes how your job goes you can't control what your friends do you can't control what your significant other does you can't control what happens at work but if there is something that you can control And this is why I love routine so much. It's the things that you do for yourself every single day. And when you prioritize that, your life really changes. So I hope you guys enjoyed my quick, um, I don't know if I would say this is quick, but my part one of 75 horror, which is what it is, why I did it, um, people who I think should do it. 
And I'm really looking forward to sharing more of my journey about this in another episode. And I hope you guys all have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you again so much for tuning in. If you have any ideas or if you're someone who has done 75 hard or you're someone who is thinking about it and you want to come and talk about it with me, by all means, um, DM emails are always open. So I really look forward to hearing from any of you and I hope you have an awesome rest of the day.